1: Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Uh, My name is George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean.
2: Hello, George. Ask me where I am. Where are you, Sean? I'm in a meeting room at work without having my dinner. Because I'm waiting for Nigel to join so he could have had his home cooked dinner and seen to the dogs and everything else. While me and George here have not had our dinner. I just want to put that on the record.
1: And Nigel is here. Hello, Nigel. How you doing? Where are you?
3: I'm in me shed.
1: And John
4: is here. Hello. (laughs) Hello, John. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Where are you? I'm in my loft.
2: Excellent. He's also, had his dinner.
1: I have had my dinner. We are back after a week's international break. Did we all enjoy the uh, the England games? Didn't yeah, watch great. Didn't
2: watch. didn't watch.
1: Nah, me either. Me either. <laughs> um, we won yesterday. Did we? We again. Oh, I missed
4: that.
1: <laughs> Who did we play? Uh, we played Everton at oh. Goodison Park, and we won three goals to one.
3: Bloody hell! Couldn't believe it. You made toffee apples
2: out of them. So we can't do Wee. the po- we can't do the um the pointless joke anymore. No,
1: no, we can't. No,
2: it's a shame. was looking forward to that
1: one. Uh, let's start with John. John, what, what impressed you most about
4: the three-one victory against Everton? Um, it was the general. I don't know. They were they were up and at him, weren't they? It was good attitude all round. It was it was the opposite of what. We've been saying about the other performances. Really, we had uh, some. I think everyone played about seven or eight. That helps. Had some outstanding performances. I think people like Obiang had a really good game. I think agreed. Declan Rice had a really good game. obviously see I and mean, we haven't seen him and said what we said about him last time we we spoke. You know, he's starting to show what so they've seen in him. Yeah. He shut us up, didn't he? Yeah, I think Anderson showed some glimmers of some stuff, and I, I'm hoping he settles and produces. You know, he, he looks like he's, he sees the pass, he looks like he's got something about him, but he, but he does still flatter to deceive a bit. But, you know, generally, yeah, it was just an all round good performance. We had a bit of luck. They hit the bar, they, you know, you know we. We did. We had a bit of luck. Yeah, we, did get, we did get lucky throughout, really, didn't we? I, guess no, I said no, to you, we watched it together. It was almost like it was our day. It yeah, was meant it, it, to it be. You know, they had a couple of opportunities. Mean, tos, tossing Tossen. What do you call him? Oh, yeah, tossing. yeah. yeah. before the ball, shit. <laughs> um, he had a clear header, didn't he? I mean, Fabianski again. I think I think he's been best signing so far. Um. So, yeah, just all round positive, good, and it was a relief all round, but it was just great. When we got that third goal, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
1: So yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Enjoyed it. We, 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 I noticed that the, um, the Everton fans were all getting a bit excited, weren't they? They were cheering them on and trying to get that equaliser when it was 2-1, but I think I said we need a goal, we shut them up, and then five minutes later we scored, which was perfect timing.
4: Yeah, that was it. it was It was pretty much that. They were I mean, obviously, we conceded, which was there wasn't a great goal to concede just before half time. So they had a, they, they could have come out all guns blazing and had a go, but we we still managed to sort of like contain them. I mean, defensively we were better. We were, I mean, it is a work in progress, mm-hmm. but we're starting to show that performance is showing signs of you know progress. So it's, it was good to see. Playing
1: playing devil's advocate, Nigel, do you think we were better than Everton or Everton just poor and we capitalised on them because they left us a lot of space a lot of the time, didn't they?
3: Yeah, I think it was two even teams. I reckon we'll finish roughly around the same place in the league. I mean, if you look at the, the shots on target stats, I think we had four and they had more, but we got three goals and they didn't. So, we, we took the chances that were presented to us, where they didn't as such. I think if Richardson had been playing, it may have been, you know, a bit of a different game. Yeah, I but, agree. but at the end of the day, we can only play the team Everton put out against us. So I don't want to, you know, pick faults in our performance, which I think was uh, A star. If, uh, and it,
4: it wasn't yeah. such a bare side, was it? Everton's oh, side wasn't
3: no, as
2: bare but, as it was being predicted to be. Hey, awesome since, think you asked, hey, since you asked I Nigel, ask. Go on. Uh, nine shots, four on target for West Ham, 44% of possession. Uh, Everton, 56%, 16 shots, four on target.
3: Yeah, so that's uh, well, yeah, I didn't ask, but thanks. Anyway, <laughs> stato. <that open>. Uh <laughs> As I said, Everton had a lot of chances, and that, they were getting a lot of um, crosses in from their left, so our right. They, they, they seemed to have a lot of success, but they they never took it. That they never took the chances that were you know some good goalkeeping, some good defending. I thought um, Rice had a had a great game in in centre mid. So. But I don't want to pick one player out. A great team performance.
1: It was good. A thoroughly enjoyable watch, Sean. Where did you watch it, and and did you do you have a differing opinion at all?
2: I w- I watched it from home, uh, in Liverhead, uh, and uh, I thought, you know, when when I first heard the team and I messaged you guys, I thought, really, you know, he's changing both fullbacks, he's dropping Snodgrass and Antonio. Uh six changes was a very brave move on the gaffer's 65th birthday. Brave move. Did he want to get sacked? It just seemed too much change. And it, uh, before kickoff sort of said, does he know what his best team is? Is this an act of desperation rather than inspiration? But it worked. And, you know, from the off, I thought the team played really well together, a lot more defensively. You know, for all the grief everyone gives Noble, Noble played well, showed a lot of leadership. Um, it was like watching Brazil at times. They were little little ping them one two or even in triangles at one point. I, I thought they played a lot better than, than Everton, that really never got going. And it and it started from the off. And I never had any doubt we were gonna win. Uh it was unfortunate. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Go away. Um <laughs> I, didn't. I knew we were, it was oh, destiny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Yamalenko, you know, his first Premier League start uh, and to score two is great. And uh, I'm just going to give you the player ratings from Clarendon Hugh that we we do at 400 people voted. Yamalenko came top in the eights, followed by Anatovic in the eights. Declan Rice, superb uh, performance by Declan Rice. Proves we don't need uh, Jack Wilshere, which we'll come to later. Fabianski, as as John said, he he was seven point nine. Brilliant performance by him. But my big shout out is got to be the next one who got the vote of seven point five, is Obiang. I think underrated by a lot, shows he really deserves to be in the team. I really rate Obiang. Yeah. He Anderson played,
1: he played a big part in the first goal, didn't he? And then got the assist at the third.
2: Anderson, you know, okay game. I think he's starting to come into it. Diop rate Diop a lot. You know, a lot of people didn't think that he would get going. Uh, um, Babuana had a decent-ish game. Um, and, and then in the sixes, you've got Zabaleta. I thought we all know he lacked pace, but again, he looked decent in defense. And and I've mentioned Mo, Noble, Masuaku. Antonio Snogros Sanchez came on, didn't do a lot. The only one I'm going to pick out who I didn't think deserved to be on the pitch and, did nothing is Sanchez. I still quite, I can't quite mm. understand what Sanchez gives to us and why he was bought on. But hey, that's what the gaffer. But a great three points got us to 16th place. A great birthday present for the gaffer. And you know when I when I watched it and, and I looked back at the replay, I thought we deserved the win. Maybe the stats don't say it, and you're saying we got a bit lucky. But I thought we. If you looked at it as a neutral, you'd say West Ham deserved the win. So uh, another bit of injury news, guys, st- straight in, okay. especially for those yeah, of yeah. you who have uh, Marco Anatovic in your fantasy team, like me, uh, who earned me 12 points. Thank you very much, Marco. Is He, he went off injured, as we all know. Yeah. Uh, he's been given two days off rest. So he's, he's not training for the next two days. But they hope that he doesn't need a scan. And he should be available to play on, uh, is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday.
1: Sunday, Sunday against Chelsea. Knee injury, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. But just a knock. Good. Good news. Senior source says nothing to worry about. So there you and go. And that's a
1: lovely little link in actually, because next up on a running order to talk about is his potential replacement in the Everton game, which was Lucas Perez. Uh, but then it turned out to be Michele Antonio, and everyone yeah. on Sky Sports News saying their hearing is refusing to warm up. Blah 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 blah.
3: Now
2: it did look like that, though. To well, be fair, he, like was it, he was shaking saying, his head and saying no,
1: no, no. Yeah, but that was the, that was the only shot that they showed of him. So
3: yeah, but he might have been shaking his head, saying no, no, no. Put me on. I'm better than Antonio.
1: Yeah, it's not that he refused to warm up. Anyway, he has released a statement. Do you want to read it after uh, after he? was accused of not warming up.
2: Do you you want to read it out? Sure, I'm going to read it out.
1: I'm going to read it out now. I don't need to do it to that. No, that's fine. Sorry. (laughs) This is Lucas Perez. Ante las falsas (laughs) informaciones difundidas, Sorry, that's the wrong one. Given the false information spread by the media that has affected my image, I'm obliged to explain the only truth. I have never, ever refused to warm up in my whole career, let alone play a match. In my current club, the players on the bench warm up in series of three to five minutes in continuous rotation. In the moment that Marco got injured, I was on the bench after warming up. The coach called me to go out to play. However, having realised that it was faster to substitute Antonio in, who at that moment was warming up, he changed his decision. The images that have been misinterpreted correspond to a talk with the goalkeeper's coach, in which I never refused to warm up and explained what happened. As a professional, I accept the decision and I will continue working hard to have as many minutes as I can.
2: Great. You Is asked him it? to read it, Sean. Yeah, I did. I don't know. I regretted it afterwards. Do, do we think that's it? Do, do we think that's the truth? Yes. Or does he protest too much? No.
1: I think it's true. True. Okay. Move on then. Move on Next.
2: ITKs. Oh. Um, uh,
1: ITKs. I it, it is this the end.
2: Oh, this is this is the one uh, this is got Nigel's gotta talk about this one. Go on, what do you want to say about ITKs, Nigel? <laughs> That's devious of you. Uh
3: it's, it I mean it was a bit of a Twitter storm, really. In my opinion, in a teacup, in a teacup, created perhaps by themselves, um, uh, created by the Times. Well, I'll, I'll, let's let's get this right. The, the bloke in the Times wrote an article, uh, eighteen paragraphs long. The first three purely about leaks, uh, predominantly, uh, or he named uh, the, the aforementioned Twitter account, XWHU employee who we all
2: sort of know. Adrian Mole. Yes. As, as, uh, or, or Mike. Well, yeah, he's being
1: called Mike call on Five Live. I didn't get that.
2: Yeah, Mike. you get it? Bum bum, Mike?
3: No, I don't get it.
2: But... Microphone,
3: oh, right. Mike. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <sighs> At the end of the day, he's predicted the team. He says he's predicted it by using information garnished and putting it together like a jigsaw puzzle and he managed to do it 89 times
4: yeah
3: you know he got the last one wrong but hold up but what you've got to remember about the last one he got wrong was it was a late change because Masuaku got injured after the team had been Mm. picked so therefore if Masuaku hadn't been injured he'd got it right 90 times
2: now, but I guessed it on Saturday on, and got it right but as well. Thing
3: here, but the thing about this is, is it a story? Isn't it a story? I can't work it out. But, you know, he got criticized in the past when he was doing it for leaking it on a Friday, so then he changed it to leaking it on a Saturday, you know, at 1 It's some people like it, some people don't. Me personally. I don't really go for it. But then again, I'm not bothered about knowing the team until it walks out on the pitch. So I'm not one of these people. I don't sit around and play prediction predictor games. I don't try and talk about predicting the team. I just wait for the manager to put out the players and i will support the people in the shirt,
2: whoever they be.
3: You know, there's always going to be people that like these things. There's always going to be people that don't like these things.
2: I think as a party trick, he lets the West Ham way event know what the team's going to be. I guess everybody wants to know everything ahead of the time. Look, there's, there's someone, no such to thing as bad Justifying to the team. themselves,
3: they've created themselves into a position, much like what you do. You know, people may look and say you and him are roughly the same type. When when people get criticised, you and him are normally lumped in together. Now. I'm fortunate enough, I know you well enough that I can criticise you as well you know. And, and,
2: um... and I have no, 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 no problem with that. Right. In fact, can you tell, Lynn, if you're listening, I love the cartoon <laughs> with the statue. It was brilliant. <laughs> I, I, told I you loved you it. Even though Nigel was involved and was the pigeon who obviously did the voiceover. <laughs> Look, all I got you've, was a text you've got saying, can in? you
3: say this for me? And that's what I did. And then I didn't know nothing about the statue uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway.
2: Anyway, but ITKs, I see that actually it made more of a name for him. He's probably more well known. Is his um his, um followers will probably go up. So no, it's not the end of ITKs. It probably gave him more publicity, he ended up on Five Live, and he ended up on Talksport. Uh fair play to him. I, I don't see a problem. There's a bigger problem I'm gonna quickly discuss, which is who is the person feeding the press this started off with the london evening standard talking about a fish rotting from the head then there was the daily mail about the sacco thing and an unknown source saying about that um ds was still in control of transfers and there was only five he only did business with five agents and there was no scouts left again something that's untrue and then there was a time story again look Matt Hughes is a decent journalist. Journalists don't make this up. I've been talking to people, and what they say is these there is a source out there that's briefing the media. The, the real story behind all of this is who is the person briefing the media? What is their agenda? What grievance they have? Is it a current employee? Is it an ex or a former employee? Or is it someone to do with the I don't know the London Stadium or landlords? I don't know who it is, but it's someone well, in the know who has got,
3: has sorry, a grudge. Is and I've said it before: is when you got the owners whose lips are as loose as ours are, you can't really criticise other people in the club when they behave in the same way. So the club cannot yeah. run round trying to plug leaks until they shut up the owners. Now, if the owners shut yeah. up. That leaves certain people with a bit of a problem. Clarence and you would have to shut down. Look, you've created a, a little market with Clarence and you.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: He's created his Twitter account and and everything that, that has grown off of the back of that. But the problem with that is it relies on other people telling you stuff. If that other people stop, then where does it lead to? So because I've got no interest in it, it don't bother me. Yeah. Um, I, I find it laughable, certain things that are said. And I think, you know, they take themselves too seriously. I do believe that. Well, yeah. you don't, obviously. Because well, I you know, tell you often enough. Um, well, you do play the game, Sean. Yeah. To complete, you, you still play game, the yeah.
4: game. You still all this, The competition bit of it all, it drives you nuts.
2: And that drives you nuts,
4: John. <laughs> oh, it does. All of it. it. just, I've really got no interest in any of it.
3: Perhaps it's because we were born in a pre-internet era. And, and I think a lot of it is as well, I think, it's driven by the overseas market. I think a lot of fans well, that don't go to games um, will read it and soak it up more than those of us that go to games. I think a lot of us that go yeah. to games just shrug our shoulders and go, oh, well, so what? well the people yeah. are no
2: well do you know what the power is in social media the power is in blogs and youtubers and everything and not maybe in the papers and maybe the writing is on the wall you know where do people go for their news it's not usually the daily mail no. the sun or the times anymore for the football it's blogs it's twitter it's facebook it's youtube it's but the
4: Websites thing is, you've got to replace it. It, like Twitter. Yeah, they link to like, newspapers, don't they? You you look at news stories; most of them link to the Daily Mail. Yeah, or, of course uh, they
2: do. Yeah, they do, but the but but they're they're they pick their information up often from the blogs, etc. You know, gone are the days where journalists went out and hung around the training ground trying to get a snippet of, or or taking a player out for a beer or doing their own sleuth work. It doesn't happen. Mostly, they go to the the uh, press things, but apart from that and the games, they, they sit in their offices trying to pick stuff up from social media, playing a catch-up and game.
3: You've got to have an ego, haven't you, as well, to do it. I mean, I yeah. ain't going to lie, you know, I've had this discussion with someone uh, who, would, who were criticising you and X. Oh, it's all yeah. ego-driven. And I said, but at the end of the day, I've got an ego. It's not as driven, but the fact that I do a podcast and the fact that I, I wrote in Overland and Sea obviously meant I felt I had something to say and I wanted other people to hear it that yeah. is an ego yeah. so i will admit to that it, you know so I'm not going to criticise them or, or you for being egotistical because
2: you or you oh, All of you
3: all of all of you's
2: yeah can I just do a bit of breaking news just a segue? What? VAR will be trialled for West Ham's third round Caribou Cup against Macclesfield next week. Oh, excellent. Are any of you boys, you, you boys no, going? Not. You're going, aren't you, Sean? I am, yeah. What day is it? Wednesday.
3: Yeah, I think I'm going out that night. I thought it was <laughs> Tuesday. So it's just me on my own then.
2: Great. It? Is it not Tuesday? No, it's Wednesday. Oh, because we're anyway. playing Sunday. anyway.
1: I? Uh, oh, no, the I'm Supporters Club lives on. The Supporters Club yeah. has been saved. Uh, snatched yeah. from the jaws of disbandment.
2: Dissolvement. Oh, I drove nearly two hours through the Blackpool Tunnel to get for that meeting. And, and there were 61 of us, including Nigel. And we weren't really needed in the end because uh, they fell on their sword. Well, you were because you <laughs> did another job.
1: <laughs> Tell us. Tell us what happened uh, but, you. you've got but, You've got 90 seconds. Tell us what happened, please.
2: Go, go. Uh, the, 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 the new committee turned up. The guy that was left there was saying, uh, you don't need to do a vote of no confidence. I'm resigning. The new committee was voted in. Uh, Nigel then took his gear and changed the locks. And uh, the club is safe. There you go. And he's looking for a new premises well, In that was Stratford. that
1: was nowhere near ninety oh. seconds.
2: Oh, and we're selling, and they're selling the old flat. And breaking news here: and West Ham have agreed to sponsor them uh, to to the end of the season uh, to help them get back on their feet again. Excellent.
3: Breaking breaking news: they're having a new bar built at Stair Place. Oh, ooh, that is that's quite fantastic. Exactly.
2: And breaking breaking news: they've they've teamed up with Irons United to do the YouTube channel post-match interviews. Yeah, we should gate gatecrash that.
3: <laughs> yeah, we will. I, I know a couple of them on Iron tonight. So do I. So do um, I. I. I've got to go and gatecrash. Stelios. Break. Stelios. Uh, uh, um, I know uh, Andrew, the Scottish one. So uh, what we've got to do is we've got to go and film ourselves while they're filming. Photobomb, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <of> <laughs> and film it as we do it. because uh, anyway. What is Iron United? It's uh, it's like new kids on the block YouTube channel, even though the other day they all look like members of ISIS. To be fair, sitting there recording (laughs) themselves with their beards, I mean, it was like they're obviously like hipsters. They've all got beards. They're all under thirty, and they look like they hang around Shoreditch a lot, even though they've dotted to the four corners of the globe. Well,
2: anyway, it's time for this.
1: It's Facebook Twitter question time where we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us, the podcast. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so does anybody else have it in front of them?
2: Yeah, here we go. Don't let Nigel Okay, I've
1: got it now. I've got it now. now. I'll do the Facebook. Uh, On Facebook, Nigel put on the group earlier, facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. Great win yesterday to cheer us all up. Tell us how you all saw the game. Do you see it as proof? Of Pellegrini getting it right, or is it still too early to tell? Uh, we have up first. Richard Dodds says, for the first fifteen minutes, I was gen- uh, Dodds, for the First fifteen minutes, I was genuinely worried. I thought Everton passed the ball better than nineteen most teams, including Man City. Like I have said all year long, this will be a rebuild. Top twelve finish with a good cut run and a couple of buys in January.
2: Well, Alexander,
1: McFarl- Alexander McFarlane says in the past travelling to Everton has not been a happy hunting ground but yesterday's win was convincing and gave us some hope Signor Pellegrini got his tactics right and you could see the players were motivated and showing effort oh, I'm not read all of that. Tom doubt. Kelly says that midfield had been screaming out to be tightened up and that front fee was what I wanted to see start all season it looked amazing Derek Howard said, lots of positives. Arnie looked more up for it. Anderson starting to look quality. Yarmolenko was the difference. And the Balbuena-Diop partnership looked to be developing really well. Rice was superb, which was great to see. Paul Oakley says, I am from the East London. I'm from the East London, but live in California now. I listened to your cast on my way into work. Cast. Cast. Uh, I watched it about 7am, nothing better than starting my weekend stressed, but that game made my weekend. I was super nervous by the six changes, however it finally looked like a team. More running and hunger in the middle of the park. Nick Harvey says, fellas. Hola fellas. Hola. Hola. It's still too early to tell, but some encouraging signs that Pellegrini is, starting, is getting to know how to get the best out of his squad. Not least that we need some bite, discipline and mobility in the midfield, which Rice and Obiang provided. Matthew Kemp said, great result, and we needed that. Seems like Obiang, Noble and Rice were key in midfield, and clearly some strong performances from the attacking players. For me, Rice was man of the match. Chris Hooper says, they're playing Noble as a more attacking midfielder. The only problem is his pace, the fact he doesn't score goals, and his assist ratio is is poor. <laughs>
2: What oh, the hell no does he offer? Alone. Oh, come on, Chris. Leave him alone. Poor chap. You know, I thought he made a difference. So, boo to you.
1: Michael Malin says, I only saw the highlights on Match of the Day, match of the day 2. I
3: thought the boys played well.
1: Thanks, Michael. Thanks. Anything on Twitter, Nigel?
3: Yeah, we've got three. Uh, Jay Morris, photographer. I think he's advertising himself there. Jay Morris, who's a photographer. He preferred Pellegrini's devil-may-care hairstyle to this new version. He had his haircut, <laughs> and he, but it was his birthday, so he had to try and tidy that barnet up. But if it means that we'll keep playing well, then I'm okay with it. That's good to know. Perhaps he's more photogenic with his haircut. I don't know. First on says, Of course it's too early to tell. The blokes had five matches. A bit abrupt there from first on. Nice.
2: You should do voices for Canning do you reckon? Then.
3: I met me as a pigeon, thanks uh, Patrick Temparelli Patience was always going to be the key Trying to overhaul the squad And indoctrinate, long work me A style takes time One performance isn't form But that performance has been coming Has it really? We look sharp, physical, disciplined and dangerous We're going to keep getting better
2: Hope so. Hope and
3: so.
2: Now, be, before Nigel does his updates, um, I got contacted by some anonymous guy who, who you know the name, From and he said to me, um, "I'll tell you later off here." And he said, "I have worked out who town Len is." He said, we, "We, you know, they said we know Nigel and Gonzo does the the voices, but I, they said I know who it is. I, I don't asked, I is do voices. That said, I'm
3: asked to do. I don't
2: regularly yeah, do yeah, voices yeah. He said, it's that Mike Maneira guy, isn't it? <laughs> I said, no, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> I love it. people goes, it is. It's that Mike Maneira guy. I said, no, sorry. It's not Mike Maneira. It's not Gonzo. And it definitely isn't Nigel. None of them have got the skill to do the animation. No disrespect to any of those three. I've got the skill to do the animation. No. He's a talented he is. person, isn't he? Who wishes to remain yeah. anonymous for certain perhaps, reasons. Perhaps it's the mild managed janitor. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Could be. Right. Are you ready for your six, six um, pick yep. of the pops? Take it away.
3: Here we go, people. Super 6. Top 10. In 10 we've got Tim Sharman on 76 points 9 Jeffrey Smith on 77 with Joe Haley on 8 with 77 up to 7 Jonathan Stansfield with 78 points in 6th place we've got Ben White on 79 down to 5 yours truly with 84 points
2: get in down to
3: up to four Greg English with 84 points as well up to three Daniel Patnell 86 points up to two Andy Dennis 88 points and in at one or still at one Paul Disley now 90 Nigel. points.
2: We want to know where the presenters are because I was one point behind George. I think he did better than me this week. Where are the presenters apart from yourself and Finn? Right.
1: Should we maybe uh, stop the music?
2: Or... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: pot pickers.
2: It's not bad for <laughs> first attempt,
4: was it? I'll work on that and
2: yeah. half Yeah, run uh, yeah. half So I like, mate,
4: pausing, Nigel. Do you like that? <laughs> You're yeah. waiting
3: for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who said we're not professional broadcasters?
4: Natural broadcasters.
3: Yeah, eh?
2: yeah natural, natural broadcasters. Anyway, go on. Where where is oh, George, up. John, and myself in Super Six and in Fantasy League? Uh, right here we go. Super Six. I'm not in
4: Fantasy League. Who's
1: winning the fantasy yes. league? Give us the top three, Nigel. Fantasy league, please.
3: Yeah. Top three fantasy league. I shall tell you. I, got, I think I've got the top 10, actually. No, we'll just do top
2: three. Well. No, let's not do the top 10. All
3: right. Well, in at 11 is Fabianski Sunday, Jimmy Lawless. Uh, down to 10, Wiltshire Ham. Down to nine, Pellegrini's Linguini. I don't down to eight, 11. Pelly's Heroes. Up seven, people. West Ham Olympic, Hick... <laughs> He's yeah. got a great name, Hick. I don't know where you are from, but it's fantastic. Oh, uh, six God. is Billy Bonds Bambinos. Down to five, Kieran Shalu team name. We're at one point, we're leading. Uh, Barton Tan, Matt Floyd, uh, joint third with Mongolian forces. Watch out for them, the old terrorists, MS-15. Oh, why so serious? Rob Robertson yeah, is at two and up to number one. Lasso solid crew, like it. Paul Vince, even though Graham's Lasso didn't play for West Ham, so there you go. It's the top eleven. Excellent.
2: Yeah, I'm still leading in that one from us. Um, lot. Yeah, but, like um,
1: you didn't know that though, did you, John? Yeah,
2: I do oh, know yeah, that okay. one. I don't know the Super Six. Okay. So uh, predictions. Predictions. We're away. We are We're away. Yeah, we are. We're away. Um, just just to mention, uh, George is getting married. Hooray! And uh, we're going to a stag do, myself, George and John. And how many others? About 20 others. So, avoid Prague this weekend. So, we're going to miss the game. Um, but Nigel's going. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nigel, then, we should start with you. That's a prediction.
3: Chelsea or I think Chelsea is still going to have too much for us. I won't be too despondent with a 2 3 nil loss. Uh, as, as, as long as we start beating the teams that we're supposed to beat, then. Um, but we could nick a draw, but I haven't watched Chelsea at the weekend and, and, you know, the fact that they had, at some point, they've got to lose or draw. I just, having seen the way Everton did get behind us, they didn't take their chances to think Chelsea win.
2: Okay. Are you going to give us an actual result? Yeah, I said we'd lose two or three nil. Oh, no, I, I must only take one answer. Right, two, three nil. <laughs> two nil or three nil. Yeah, that's it. For Christ's sake! Oh, I'm going for three um, nil. Right, well, then you've got two nil, um, <laughs> Nigel. Uh, John, oh, I reckon we're
4: we're their bogey team a bit, Chelsea. Yeah, uh, I like it, John. We? I reckon we're only uh, lose three one.
2: <laughs> oh, you're joking, boys. <laughs> one nil. Go on. I'm I'm gonna go for a one 0 win. <laughs> or 0 or nil-nil. If I could have two, but I'll go for nil-nil or one nil. But I think it'll be a one-nil win. And uh, Yamalenko will get his third goal in two games to make it one nil to make misery of the blues. Um <laughs> Let's hope so. We will be back Hold as up. long as we're not arrested. And- oh, go on. You forgot on. what today is. All right. Say something about on, Billy, Bonds Billy Bond's birthday. birthday, the greatest player. Do you want, you want to say happy birthday. birthday? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ponzo. Happy birthday to well, you. I will not do that because it sounds silly,
3: but now you've done it. All right. We'll leave it in. But, yeah, happy birthday to Billy Bond's, the greatest player to ever play for West Ham, in my opinion. And probably in a lot of other people's opinions,
2: yeah. seventy-two, I believe. So wow! Look, there you first. go. Uh, this has got to be the shortest podcast we've ever done in like a year, uh, but we've we've had various technical issues, and we aren't natural broadcasters. Uh, it's goodbye <laughs> from George. <laughs> goodbye, Sean. It's goodbye from John. Goodbye. Goodbye, oh, goodbye from Nigel. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Au revoir. Come on, you irons.
3: Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.
2: Bye.